With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Carson Wentz throws left-handed. We knew it, but we found that out definitively yesterday in the media availability with Frank Reich. This is Breakfast with Kent for Tuesday. November 16, 2021, we're brought to you by the great people at mybookie.ag. Sign up with the promo code Ken Sterling. Get bonuses. Refer friends. Get bonuses. It's all about the bonuses. You know what? If you bet with Ivan the Idol on Fridays, you made money the last couple of weeks. All right? We'll just leave it at that. Go to mybookie.ag and sign up today. Colts at Buffalo on Sunday. Yesterday, Frank Reich said he didn't like it when Frank when Carson Wentz threw the ball left-handed. No kidding. He's about Carson Wentz and his inability to muck plays, his, his constant instinct to keep plays alive to the last possible second and put his team's ability to win games in peril. That's not good. That's not what you want out of a quarterback. That's not what the Colts need out of Carson Wentz this Sunday in Buffalo as they take on the Bills. The last time the Colts have won a game against a team with a winning record, it was December 13th of last year. They beat the Raiders, who were 7-6. and six. The last time they beat a team with an elite resume was the Packers last year. That was November 22nd, almost a year ago. This isn't going to be easy. For the Colts, and and it's just this simple. It's basic math for the Indianapolis Colts. What they need to do to win games is they need to score twenty six or more points. When they score twenty six or more points, the Colts are eight and one. When they aren't, when they don't do that, they are one and six. And this dates back to December of twenty twenty. It's just as easy when you talk about the Bills. The Bills this year. They have allowed one team to score more than 21 points this year, and that was the Tennessee Titans. They scored 34 in a game that the Bills lost. You've got to score against the Bills. The Bills, they don't like teams to score against them. The the one team that the Colts have won where they didn't score 26 or more points was this past Sunday against the Jaguars. Can they do it? Can they win a close game? 
Can they win a game where they don't score a gobble point? It's really, really difficult for them. And they need this win. You've got to be able to beat the Bills or the Bucks in order to keep your playoff hopes alive. The, the game with the better chance for the Colts to win is obviously the Bucks at Lucas Oil Stadium. That game, you can maybe win. The Bucks aren't terribly good on the road. Although, the Colts haven't beat Tom Brady since 2009. You remember that game? Right? The game where the, the Colts came back from the dead. Belichick goes for it on fourth and two. Melvin Bullitt gets the stop. That was unbelievable. What a night at Lucas Oil Stadium. How things have changed since then, right? This, no offense to the Indianapolis Colts, but this is an ordinary team. It's not a really, really good team. They don't do anything in an elite way. They don't run in an elite way, despite the fact that Jonathan Taylor is really, 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 really good. They don't throw it in an elite way. They don't stop the pass in an elite way, and they don't stop the run in an elite way. They are ranked in the middle in almost all categories. That makes it very, very difficult to win games. However, they do turn the ball over for opponents a little bit. And the Bills occasionally will turn the ball over. So maybe with turnovers, you got a chance. Football's a funny game. The ball's shaped funny. It bounces funny. Maybe they can get some strange bounces on Sunday and get the win against the Bills. Tomorrow night is going to be really, really interesting for Colts fans. Might be even more interesting than a game day. That's because the in-season hard knocks, taking a look at the Indianapolis Colts, debuts tomorrow. That's the premiere of this thing. And, and what HBO does at a really, really high level with hard knocks is they peel back the onion and give you a look at the core of the organization. That is going to be fascinating. We've always kind of guessed what it looked like with Chris Ballard and Frank Reich and Jim Irsay and, and that whole brain trust and what they do. Tomorrow night we find out exactly what that looks like, and it's going to be fascinating. It, again, like, with, you know, we've talked about it before, but what Hard Knocks did, I think it got Joe Philbin fired as a head coach of the Miami Dolphins in 10 minutes of the first Hard Knocks looking at the Dolphins in training camp. I was like, this guy isn't a leader. This guy can't be a head coach. He wasn't. When you looked at the Browns a couple of years ago, they had John Dorsey and Hugh Jackson and John Dorsey, who's the GM, was the GM of the Browns at the time, gets his family hug thing together with, with Jackson and some other guy. And you're like, mm, this is wrong. This isn't going to go well. When you've got a boss who hugs you, says, bring it in for a family hug, get your resume ready. Because either you're going to be fired or you're going to have reason to quit very, very shortly. And Hugh Jackson did. And then John Dorsey did, too. Hard Knocks takes a real look at teams. It's not like a, a PR wing. This, this isn't like, you know, the, uh, the whole draft night thing that the Colts put together, which is sanitized and kind of washed for, for our benefit and especially their benefit. This is Hard Knocks taking a real look at real people during a stressful period of time. And, and the thing that you don't realize when you're in the midst of it is what you look like during it, right? You think that you look like a very competent organization and it's all going to go swimmingly. It doesn't always, right? You don't always look as you think you look. Like when you get ready for work in the morning or school in the morning, you shower, you groom yourself to an extent, you think, yeah, 
I look pretty good today. All right, here we go. But you look like a nut sometimes. You know, sometimes we leave the house, we're not perfect, we're a little bit disheveled. Organizations become disheveled during game weeks. We're going to see disheveled with the Indianapolis Colts. We're going to see Frank Reich, Carson Lentz, Chris Ballard, unedited, unfettered, unglamorous, and it's going to be really interesting. Frank Reich said yesterday he's looking forward to it. Because these are really good men who do, do good deeds in the community, blah, 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 blah. That's not what Hard Knocks shows all the time. It shows some of that, but that's not what they're looking for. They're looking for conflict and they're looking for drama because that's where the eyeballs lurk, right? That's what we're looking for. And the cult, every organization has it. You got too many people in the building not to have conflict. If you got two people in the building, you're going to be able to find conflict somehow. Here, you got about 60 guys on the roster. you got about 15 coaches. You've got a front office staff. You've got an owner who's an interesting guy, to say the least, on occasion. This is going to be fascinating viewing. The Pacers last night in the fourth quarter were not fascinating. They were terrible. They did not get a field goal in their last seven minutes last night. They had offensive rebounds late. They still managed somehow to stay in this game. They had the ball with under two minutes left, down three. Couldn't get it done. They scored 10 points in the fourth quarter. Could have beaten the Knicks. They were just kind of discombobulated. They had open looks underneath that they kicked out to feed threes, and they didn't hit threes real well last night. Domas Sabonis was pretty good from outside the arc. Other than that, not so much for the Indiana Pacers. Pacers lose to the Knicks, and so uh, 92-84, if you scored 10 points, only 10 points in a fourth quarter, you're going to lose a lot of games in the NBA. No matter what you do in the first three quarters, it was hard to watch last night in the fourth quarter. I like this team, though. They're kind of fun to watch. They're more fun to watch than any Pacers team of this kind of Malcolm Brogdon era. So they got that going for them. Uh, they got Detroit coming up tomorrow night. A game, I'm sorry, that is not a game I'm going to watch. We got Hard Knocks on HBO with the Colts. We got Indiana playing St. John's at 9. We got Butler playing Michigan State at 7 tomorrow night. We're stacking up events, sporting events, kind of three deep tomorrow night. And the Pacers are going to be on the outside looking in because I'm not missing Hard Knocks. And I'm not missing Indiana. And I'm not missing Butler. So I'm going to have to figure out maybe two TVs. I don't know. But I've always said when you watch two TVs, when you watch two shows at the same time, you're really watching none because you're not paying attention to either. Maybe you have like a frog, independent eyeballs, where you can have one TV or one eye go to one TV, one eye go to the other. Or maybe it's easier to cross them and do it that way. I don't know. I'm incapable of doing it. I can't watch one show or two shows and retain anything from either. I watch one show, I'm okay. Uh, Indiana and Butler are going to figure some things out about themselves tomorrow night. The cakewalk's over. The non-conference games against Patsies have come to an end. Butler hosting Michigan State at Hinkle Field House is going to be really interesting. Butler's got a nice team. I like the way the pieces cut have fit together so far, but are they capable of competing with a team like Michigan State 
not really elite this year, not at the top of the Big Ten, but certainly in that second tier behind Michigan, I think you kind of tiered out Michigan and Purdue, and then some other teams like Michigan State, like Michigan State toward the upper portion of the second tier. Butler has been sort of a middle-of-the-road Big East team over the last couple of years. We'll see if Butler is able to negotiate its way to a victory with Michigan State and compete its way to a victory. Butler needs to play 40 really good minutes where every possession is a war. That's the Butler way. That's what Butler does when it pulls up sets or beats a slightly more talented team. We see it a lot when Butler hosts Villanova. Those games are must-see TV or must-get-down-to-Hinkle-Fieldhouse and watch those games because those two teams are really well-disciplined. They work against each other from possession to possession. It's withering to watch. Butler's going to have to do that tomorrow night to compete with Michigan State. Indiana against St. John's, they're going to have to be able to find open shots. They've got to find good looks in that offense. So they're going to be able to do that against St. John's at the same level they did it in the first two games against Eastern Michigan and Northern Illinois. Eastern Michigan, a slightly better opponent than Northern Illinois. They beat the hell out of Northern Illinois, and they got a lot of good work done offensively and defensively. you got to find the offense against St. John's if you're going to compete with them. It's going to be fascinating. I can't wait to watch it, these games. Finally, college basketball. You know, it's kind of like the NFL season. You know, we look forward, hey, we got a game tonight. It's the first preseason game, and you realize, I don't like preseason football. It looks weird. We got a bunch of guys in funny numbers. I don't know who these people are. They aren't going to make the roster. These guys aren't any good. And then you've got, like, the third preseason game where guys play. You're like, oh, good. But they're just going through the motions a little bit, and it's not got the same kind of crackle and energy. Then the regular season comes and you feel good about it and you watch and it's interesting and fascinating and dramatic. Same thing in college basketball. You've got these non-conference games which are, you know, nothing more than sort of uh, organized and officiated scrimmages where you're going to beat these teams most of the time. Then you get the interesting games against Power 5 opponents or Power 6 or however you want to break it down in college basketball. It's different in college basketball than college football. The Big East is a major conference in college basketball. And suddenly, those games you really look forward to. Why would the Colts agree to do hard knocks, Kiwi's big adventure? I think it's hubris. I think that's what it is. They think they've got something special from a cultural perspective that they want to share with the world. And that's always a mistake. You say no, always, 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 when somebody like Hard Knocks calls. There goes Julie. Julie's in a hurry. All right, let's celebrate some birthdays, shall we? Scott Clenny, happy birthday. Christy Cundiff, happy birthday. Tommy Richards, celebrating a birthday. Gloria Walsh, celebrating a birthday. Rodney Marshall, Ryan Kingham, uh, Robert Moore, and Matt Holland, celebrating a birthday. Today's your birthday. You celebrate like hell. Just like Julie's doing as she runs down the hallway. Like Edith Bunker. God bless her. (laughs) Ah, where's my beer? (laughs) All right, here today, Inside Indiana Sports Now. Cannot wait to talk to you. That brought to you by the great people at my bookie. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.